Hello and welcome to the Thought Leader Podcast. I'm Jeff Heisner for the Michigan District. Today, we have an important conversation as Michigan District President Dave Davis is joined by Travis Grolke and Dr. Greg Seltz to talk about positive impacts Christians can make on their government. This is part two of three separate discussions. Welcome back to our conversation about things going on in the government, how that impacts our life together as church, how that impacts our life together as Christians. I'm grateful to have, uh, again, Travis Grolke from our district staff, superintendent of Lutheran schools here in the state of Michigan, and then also uh, uh, born and raised in Michigan, Greg Seltz, who is the executive director. Go Blue. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I think. I mean, uh, green and white. Fight, yeah. fight. We just lost Travis. Thanks a lot, Greg. Hey, I, uh, I said green and white. Fight, fight. I'll take it. I'll take it. Hey, we root Concordia Cardinals. <laughs> there you go. I'm, and I meant to jump in with Concordia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, is uh, the speaker emeritus of the Lutheran Hour. Uh, in our first segment, we talked about some of the challenges going on, uh, but. We aren't without resources. We want to think about in this segment, how can Christians and or congregations be involved in the process? What's the old line? The way for evil to prosper is for good people to do nothing. I don't That's know who right. said that, but it seems like it makes sense. Uh, how, how about starting with you, Greg? What, what kind of counsel would you give to Christians, to our congregations about engaging in, in wise ways? Well, the first thing people need to understand is that getting involved in this stuff is also part of God's work. It's not his ultimate work. It's not his evangelistic work. But when God preserves the world, you know, he says, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, honor Caesar. Well, America then said the citizen is Caesar. So you've been given a great blessing, and God has given you a preserving role to play as fathers, mothers, businessmen, and even people in, in government. So first, make sure you understand this is God's work, too. It's just not his ultimate work. So let's make sure we understand what it is and do it well. The second thing is uh, obviously vote and pray, but then also join in coalitions with people. I, I'm in coalitions with people on the Hill who are fighting for good government. We One of the things we teach here all the time is good government can't save you, but bad government can destroy you. <laughs> and so we're just trying to avoid bad government. That's really what we're doing here on the Hill and so in order to do that, we've got to get involved to the degree that we need to be involved. So some of the things, I visit congressmen, I visit senators, I would say the same thing to your folks, your people getting on school boards and things like that. But also just to let you know what we can do with you, I'll visit your congressman and senator too. If there's a big issue that your school's facing, your church is facing, and you want your representative to know, send me a letter, send him a letter, and I'll walk it up the hill. We've got to make sure that they that their constituents are being heard because that's a that's a huge thing for them. Uh, and then finally, I would just say become a champions church. One of the things that we do is we teach you how to get involved in this stuff in a way that doesn't politicize the gospel, but does do the things that churches should be doing together with governments so that we can keep our voice free, so we can so everybody can hear the gospel. Um, and so, in order to do that, you kind of got to start learning a few things about that because we. We other people did that for us before. Um, and now we have to do a lot of that ourselves. So you can become a champions church and get resourced for that. And then finally, just be the kind of neighbor who can talk about what good government is and isn't, and then tell them that Jesus is the solution. Learn how to t t tell those two different stories. And I think if you do those kinds of things, 
you're going to find out it's not as hard as you think. And it's, it, it, you know, you're going to have disagreements, but you're going to be able to put them in a context that allows you to still be a good neighbor uh, to those with whom you disagree. Okay. So that's what I challenge people to do. And uh, um, it, it, as you're talking about that, it's uh, not that we want to take over the government or anything, but this, this is a Christian responsibility to be engaged. It's part of stewardship of life. Right. And our goal is that we have a free freedom of the gospel so that the gospel can be proclaimed. Just like you said, it's not that we're expecting the government to save us. Right. So but think about, yeah, Dave, think about this, though. And I, people don't understand, like, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what is God's. That's the, by the way, we call that differentiation of church and state. So those people who use that kind of terminology, they're using Christian terminology. They just don't use it correctly. But when we talk about this, remember your Caesar in the American experiment. The mm -hmm. government isn't above you. The government's underneath you. They, you are, it's the consent of the governed. And people don't realize if you don't do your Caesarship well, someone else will do it for you. And that's really what's going on in our culture today. Victor David Hansen has a great book about the dying citizen. He said, man, we've been given a great opportunity to, to actually be free to take care of ourselves if we would do that. Yeah. And so again, we just got to remember the government's not above us. They they work for us. This let's do it correctly yeah. with them. Um, should I say to Travis, "Hail Caesar"? Then you know, <laughs> <So> <laughs> Travis is. Yeah, well, that's not a work. bad thing. <laughs> Properly <laughs> understood. <laughs> uh, Travis, you're uh, very engaged uh, here in the state of Michigan. Uh, what advice would you give to our people about how they can connect, how they can be involved in? in state government, local government, as, as yeah. followers of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think as Greg just said, you got to let your voice be heard. Uh, and you can do that in appropriate ways. You can do that in loving and caring ways. But the number one thing is know who your local state senator and representative is in your area. They have coffee hours constantly um, in your local area. Get to know them. Um, just share what's on your heart and what are some of those big issues that you know you have some concerns about. We don't do enough of that, um, and and they're accessible. They're not these big people that have these limousines driving them around. Um, our state senators and representatives are local community people, um, and they'll they'll have a conversation with. You. Uh, we just had one two weeks ago with Representative Weiss. Great conversation about some of the issues that were really important to our non-public schools, and she wasn't pushing us off. She took her time to hear us and to listen to us. Might not agree with us on everything, uh, but but we shared our concerns. And now we're hoping when she's on having some of those important conversations that that's in the back of her mind. Oh, yeah, I remember the non-public schools asked us about some of those things for their schools and things like that. Um, again, I mentioned in our first segment, um, the Michigan Catholic Conference is a great partner. Uh, they, they have some, some fantastic people in Lansing who are on top of these things. They push stuff out to us. I know in terms of our Michigan district communications, we've done a pretty good job of, of finding those issues and sharing those with our people. So when you see those, um, read up on them a little bit. Don't automatically hit delete uh, and find out how you can get involved. And again, having those one-on-one -on -one conversations with your local people are vitally important. Uh, I'm going to ask a question I don't know the answer to, so it's a little risky. Uh, Travis, you've been here in the district office longer than I. Uh, where do we post any of that or do we have any of that on our website direction or how people might keep apprised 
Yeah. So I know, I know personally for me, I get all the Michigan Catholic Conference stuff that gets shot to my email. And uh, when we have some bigger issues, especially like we did for Proposition 3 and some other ones, um, Deb from our office through communications has shared those same exact things. We've used some of their language. We've got a great, again, communication back and forth between our two offices. Um, how can we push that out to our people so our congregations and schools and pastors and uh, lay workers can, can start to hear this and share their voice too? They give us the mechanism. They give us the easy tool that and how to put in your zip code you can find your people where they're going to be be at and just share talk okay and, and let me jump in and just say and if you want to know well how do i talk and and what, what would the, be the best way to dialogue that's why we exist uh lcrlfreedom.org lcrlfreedom.org we've got mom and pop papers that'll help you understand how to say from a political standpoint i'll give you an example when they tried to kick walter meyer off the air uh, the, it was the FCC that they had to deal with, not, you know, not the bishop, not the church. And so he argued Jeffersonian freedom principles of the First Amendment, and they created the National Religious Broadcasters to keep the government in its place and to keep the Lutheran Hour on the air. And again, so that's just using the government properly, understanding how to dialogue with them. We've got mom and pop papers that'll help you do that. Plus, I interview all the people that are dealing with this stuff around the country, our podcast is there for you, and all this stuff's on our website. So yep. go find it thematically and apply it, because our schools are are the biggest target right now. Our schools are the churches will come after the schools because the schools are accredited; uh, they can be regulated, and and that's going to be the challenge is to be able to keep our schools free to be able to speak the whole counsel of God for the sake of those we love. So again, all these resources will help you even how to speak. Um, and then Travis has said it right. You, you can just go visit with the folks because they're 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 your neighbor too, actually. Yeah, I, I was going to ask and maybe say something more about this. Uh, uh, both of you, as you engage, um, uh, letter writing, form letters. Uh, is there a way to? It it's uh, better to. It's better to write personal letters. Form letters right. kind of get, you know, they just assume that they're all coming from one source. And that's one of the reasons why I even tell people, when I go on the Hill, even, I could say I'm the Lutheran Hour speaker. I have 1.3 million people listen to me, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, but you're not from my state, so I don't really have to listen to you. You know, they are a constituent-based group. They do worry about getting reelected. That's their first primary thing. So if... I represent you. If you send a letter and want it run up the hill and I get that letter and say, hey, I represent them. I'm I'm one of them. You know, it's it's my one of my schools. Um, then they listen. And so you got to understand that's how you got to you got to put yourself. Think about how they value you and then say, and this is why this this issue is so important to us. So I think it should be important to you as well. And so, again, in personal letters, handwritten. Oh, my gosh, they read those very much. Yeah. I, I think that's important what you say, uh, that we want to speak out. Certainly we have our interests, right. but we need to make sure we're speaking in language that, that they understand. We might not quote the confessions or necessarily yeah. even a Bible, well, maybe a Bible passage. But what is their interest? Their interest is getting reelected. Their interest is, I don't mean that in a bad way, but uh, yeah. so you speak to their interests and not just the, well, and the, the topic at hand. The challenge, though, is that we do have some agreed interests with them, and they agree to do limited things that we have agreed to empower them to do. 
the problem today is they're doing way more than that. And so they've actually broken their covenant a lot of times with us. They're doing things they really said they wouldn't do. Um, and so when they start to dictate how we're going to train our children, dictate how we're going to do that, they're they're the ones that are stepping out of the the fair boundaries. So you can go back and say, wait a minute, you know, that's not good government. That's not fair government for everybody. And I'm not even just defending myself. I'm defending good government for everybody, even those with whom I disagree. If we take that tack, which I take a lot on the Hill, I defend these principles for everybody, not just to protect us. And when you do it that way, you'll, you'll get heard. You really will. And I would think, uh, Travis, that you think about reaching out to the uh, national representatives and all of that, uh, important, but could you say a word about sort of how responsive, or maybe you already said this, how next door neighbor our state uh, officials are and the inroads yeah. we can have? Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was referring to when I said meet your local people. Um, your, your local state senator and your local representative in terms of in your region, you can go to um, Michigan's uh, website and they can list up your zip code. It'll show you who your state senator is, who your state representative is. It'll list their offices. They usually list their coffee hours and all those things that are on there. Um, those are the times and those are really, again, your next door neighbors that you can have some conversation with and use the resources that Greg talked about to, to speak about the issues that are important to your heart. And it's, it's, it's intimidating at first, um, but once you've done it that first time, that second time, it, it's, it's just normal conversation. And, and let yeah. me just encourage your people, because this is so hard because they're so scared about being pummeled with this. And there's good reason for that. But our our view in a lot of these issues is to take politics out of it. I'll give you an example. In the gay marriage debate, our view, here's what our view was argued on the Hill before the Supreme Court. The state doesn't grant rights. The, st the, uh, the state can only limit rights. So you already have the in inalienable rights. They don't grant you anything. So they don't grant marriage. So why would the state limit the rights of a man and a woman and make them sign a contract called marriage? The answer, that's the only relationship that can go to sleep tonight and wake up with a new citizen and they don't want to raise your citizen. So our argument was, if you can't limit your nefarious activity to a man and a woman, you as a state should get out of the whole marriage business. When we said that, there were gay activists who said, we agree with your view of government. We don't agree with your view of marriage, but we agree with your view of the government's involvement in it. See, and no one understood. We're, we were actually saying that that brought more people to the table and said, this just isn't a state issue if they can't limit it to a man and a woman. Can you imagine arguing that across the, your, you know, with your neighbor and, or saying that they might go, Wow, I, that's that's actually a pretty reasoned approach to this, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Our view actually tries to take politics out of a lot of these issues. Yeah, uh, fellas, thank you. I I think a key in 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 the things that you've been sharing, and isn't this true in all walks of life? A, a key to all of this is relationships. Always, uh, just talk to people, contact people, communicate with people. Um, you know, let's not sort of other everybody, you know, those guys, those people, but let's, let's reach out, talk, share. Words are powerful. And uh, so thank you. Uh, very encouraging. And we'll join with one more segment. And in the next segment, we're going to think about kind of a proper Christian posture toward culture as a whole. So Travis, Greg, thanks for your help on this. Pleasure. Thank you.